Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number six. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hello, Carl. Hello, Brian, and everybody out there listening to us again. Another podcast. So today our uh, our main topic will be about vintage toys, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later. And uh, today we're going to talk about, or first start talking about what we got. And uh, what'd you get, Carl? Not much at all this month. Um, I actually had a birthday May 7th, so I got a couple of gifts. My family knows my love of Star Wars, so... Happy belated um, birthday. Well, thank you. I got the... For my brother, he got me the Lego Star Wars Carbon Freezing Chamber, which I've been really wanting since I saw the pictures of it. I wish it was the the complete Carbon Freezing Chamber, but it's still pretty cool looking. I haven't built it yet, though. You know, I've heard of people buying a couple, uh, two or even three of them things, and putting them together and making one one big one. And actually, I saw a guy that did one that also had like a a little crane-like thing that came down and would pull the carbonite out and pull it back up. Oh, wow. I, I haven't seen that yet, but it doesn't surprise me because I remember a few years ago I, um, that a guy bought like three Lord of the Rings Helm Deep sets and made one big giant Helm's Deep and it looked awesome. So yeah. that is a good idea, but also <laughs> runs into money and time and space. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But I also got the um, raised speeder from the Lego as well. That was a gift for my mom. So they, like I said, they always seem to take care of me on birthdays for Star Wars. And the last thing I got is I picked up at um, Walmart the Takadana Encounter, which I've been wanting it for a while, um, mainly because of the Moss figure. So I was kind of I don't I don't know if you opened yours or not, but I did open mine. No, I did not open and, um, mine yet. I'm debating on it. It made our our buddy Mark really happy, too, because he wanted the BB-8 figure. And see, I already had BB-8 because of the three-pack. And he said he refused to buy the three-pack. So um, just showing some nice, good toy karma that way. When I opened it, I gave him BB-8 for free. <laughs> so he was happy about that. But the Moz figure is, is outstanding after the detail and everything on it after pulling it out of the package. So I was pretty happy to get it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. But that, yeah. And um, th- my only disappointment with the the set is the um, the three the repacks that comes with <laughs> the three. Yeah. Repacks. Besides that, the, ch- <laughs> the, the yeah the chest that comes with it the um the sides are hard rubber but the um the the lid is really really soft um, rubber and it it is like warped and it will not go straight at all. Oh. So if you have it on display, it's gonna the sides are gonna be humped up, warped a little bit because it's so they use such cheap thin rubber for it. Yeah, or plastic, I should say. I'm saying. <laughs> well, that is but it, that's what it feels like. It feels like a really cheap. Yep. The, so the instead of using a hard plastic, they use this like rubber-like stuff almost, and it just warps on the edges. Even when I was showing it to Mark out to, out to the store when I my store when I was gave him BB-8 he said yep that's Hasbro for you <laughs> <clears throat> but that concludes my massive three items I got this past since we had our last Ooh. podcast wow that only took two minutes no. <laughs> I know. well luckily we have you and your list <laughs> yeah this was uh this is probably the most I've gotten so far and uh we'll start out with uh, my six inch figures that I I got uh and thanks to Jedi Temple Archives for posting on their site that uh, Hasbro Toy Shop got the Ahsoka Tano's, Luke Skywalker's, uh, and Jango Fett's in. I finally got those. Uh, Ahsoka, it looks pretty good. I mean, uh, I, I'm always uh, surprised with how good most of the six inch figures are i mean there are there have been a few that have been disappointments uh hello poe dameron (laughs) (laughs) i mean that does not look like poe dameron at all Uh, but the sokotano looks pretty good yeah when when you brought it to our meeting it did look it was a nice looking figure 
Yeah, and then I got, uh, of course, the Luke Skywalker. Uh, I guess you could call him Farm Boy Luke. He's got the binoculars and lightsaber. Uh, in the package, you know, the face looks okay. You know, it doesn't look too bad. His arms, though, when you're looking at him in the box, look like they're, you know, look like his elbows are, like, turned inside. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like he's in pain. <laughs> I think they've done that over the years, Hasbro has, with several toys. You see them in the package, and it just doesn't look comfortable at all. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I got uh, Kanan Jarrus, and uh, he looks he looks pretty good, too. You know, they've got uh, a lot of detail in these things on not only, you know, the face and stuff like that, but also in their clothes, and and uh, their weapons look, look really good. And I got the the Django Fett, and he's he's spot on from Tamir Morrison's face. I mean, he looks exactly like him, at least to me. That's and of cool. course, he's got uh, two two pistols, and he's got holsters on on both legs to put his pistols in. And he comes with the helmet off, you know, so you can you can put the helmet on and off. And then I got the Resistance Trooper. That's uh, one of the ones with the helmet. That you see in the movie, The Force Awakens. Okay, cool. I uh, got the Finn, the one with uh, Poe Dameron's jacket. And uh, I know that was one of the first ones they came out with. And, of course, he is number one, actually, on the on the side of his box. But I got uh, that one and the Resistance Trooper. They retail for nineteen ninety nine. I got them for $9 each on Amazon. Oh, nice. So, I gotta love Clarence. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, well, why not? You know, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not all in on these. I only get the ones I like, like I said before. So the next ones that I'll get, I'm definitely getting the Sabine when it comes out, and the, uh, oh, what was the other fan's choice? Uh, Darth Raven. I'm gonna get that one. Yeah, I'm sure the way they've been doing the six-inch figures, the Raven will probably look amazing. I bet. <clears throat> Yeah, and I, I bet Sabine will look pretty good too. And of course, you'll yeah. probably come with a helmet that you can put on and off. And and then of course, next I got the I got the Takadana encounter just like you did. And I was really impressed with how everything looked in it. Um, I'm still getting the Smuggler's Bounty. I know you said you uh you quit doing yours. Yeah, I just don't. I just trying to stay away from those <clears throat> Funko Pops. <laughs> I'm I'm only getting just these. I mean, I yeah. I I got well, I got the fin that stormtrooper fin with the bloody fingers. You know, that's the only regular one in the stores that I've got, and that was actually an exclusive to Target. Yeah. But other than that, I've just been getting these just because you know they're exclusive. I may you know keep them to trade for other stuff or sell them or whatever. I don't know. It, I just don't trust myself. Once I start doing something, I'm afraid <laughs> I want more and more and more. So I'm like, no. Down the dark path you will go. <laughs> exactly. I'm, it's just it's just, as Mark calls it. Mentioning hey, he's getting his name mentioned twice now here. He calls it plastic crack, and basically that's what it is when it comes to <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it came this month. It came with a uh, a Bosk uh, pen uh, a Boba Fett Bounty Hunters patch and the pops for this time one of them was Boba Fett with like fire coming out of his uh, jet pack which looks pretty cool and he's got his knee in the air like he's flying in the air so that one looked pretty cool and the other one is IG-88 with uh, of course two Blasters. Well, that's two good choices. Yeah. I was uh, I was hoping for Forlorn and Zuckus, just you know, just because they said it was two of them that they'd never done, and well, of course they've done about a million Boba Fetts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the IG88 is new, and it did come with a a T-shirt as well that had all the bounty hunters on it. You know, Forlorn, Zuckus, Boba Fett, IG88, Bosk and Dengar, which was pretty cool. Um, I've been now getting the the smallest size they can 
they can they have on there just so I can give it to my son because I, I I can't wear any of their t-shirts their their short sleeves are just way too short yeah that's what you was telling me that's disappointing too yeah I know <laughs> so I I'm debating on stopping it altogether just because I'm not I'm not a hundred percent into the pops and I'm really limited on space and it's and with shipping and everything it's like thirty five dollars so I mean overall I'd say money wise it's worth it if you're collecting them but other than that especially with the t-shirt and pins and patches and everything else they throw in there um I got a R2-D2 humidifier for my office at work Oh, that's really cool. I didn't even know they made an R2-D2 I didn't know it either. And they, well, they make three different ones. They make the one that I got, which is 5.5 inches, I think it's, and uh, the next size up is 7 inches or 7.5 or something like that. And then the other one is like a deformed head that's like, you know, 12 inches. I mean, it's huge. And I got the small one because I just need a really, I don't really need a really big one in my office. Cause it's really dry in my office you know you always get those static electric charges when you touch something metal oh yeah <laughs> um let's see what else did i get i got the lego hoth attack um i have a, a lot of lego hoth sets and i didn't have the turret and probot which is pretty much what this is and so i got that and also got the carbon freezing chamber like you did and because I bought those I got the free first order stormtrooper uh, exclusive figure mm-hmm. um, did, you didn't get one did you? no I didn't I okay. didn't. and of course it came with a poster also the Star Wars The Force Awakens Lego Star Wars poster which is pretty cool looking it's got uh, you know all your all your characters on there from the movie I got uh, oh I got um, some new X-wing miniatures. Uh, Wave eight came out, and I got uh, the Jumpmaster five thousand, or it's also called the Punishing one, which was Dengar's ship. And I don't know if it was in a video game or a book or or what. I really don't remember because I didn't read a whole lot of the old canon, as you call it, mm-hmm. which has been now Legends. I got uh, the Ghost, the VCX100 is the the model number, and it also come with the Phantom from Rebels. So if you uh, if you haven't watched Rebels, you won't uh, you won't recognize that ship, but it's the uh, it's the one that Hera flies all the time. Yeah, and it's a cool looking ship too. Oh I yeah, think. and it is huge. I mean, they they build these to a certain scale. I don't remember what scale it is. It's like one two seventy fifth or something like that. But they build every ship. Uh, FFG builds every ship in the X-wing miniatures game for the small ships and the large ships to scale in that scale. So it is huge. It's bigger than the Millennium Falcon. Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I also got the Tie Advanced prototype. That's the one that the Inquisitor flew in Rebels and then I also got a G1A Starfighter which is the ship that Zuckus and Forlom fly ah cool so uh, those were all wave 8 you know they all came out at the same time and uh, they just announced wave 9 today you know today is June the 2nd they just announced Wave 9 today. Uh, this morning, whenever I got to work, I noticed on Facebook people were posting pictures of stuff. And evidently somebody leaked them out from some kind of a game expo or something over in England. And I don't guess they were supposed to. And FFG never you know, updates their website at... 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> they never do it, because first off, they're in the central time zone. Yeah. So that's 7.30 their time. Well, they did it this morning. 
because somebody had already leaked it. So they went ahead and, and released that. And the four ships in that wave, which they say will be out in the third quarter of this year, but you know they're never on time, is the ARC-170, which is the, uh, the ship that the clones flew in Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, uh, and uh, also a Special Forces tie, which is the one that uh, Poe and uh, Finn steal to get out of the uh, Starkiller base there. No, that's not right. No, they're on the ship. Never mind. They're not on Starkiller base. They're on the... Uh, the what is that ship? Oh, um... I can't think of the name. Yeah, me either. <laughs> uh, it's the big command ship that... Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren was on. Uh, but the, it has a, it's it shoots out of the front and the back, which no no other Tie Fighter had done until then. And the uh, the third ship in here is the Protectorate Starfighter, which is let's see how do I they call it the Fang Fighter, and I'm not sure exactly where it came from, but it's a Mandalorian ship. Yeah. It's a small ship. You know, it's a real small ship. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've, I've never heard of any of the pilots on here, so I don't know, you know, what lore this came out of, but it, it came out of a book or a comic book or something like that. You know, it could even still be Legends. They, they're pulling from everything with X-Wing. And Which makes it kind of cool. It sounds like X-Wings became the old Hasbro, where they're just jumping all over the place and... <laughs> Yeah. Making a lot of cool ships and stuff. Yeah, because they, they will, they'll pull from anywhere. I mean, they'll pull from books, from comics, from movies, from, uh, you know, cartoon TV shows. It doesn't matter. They'll pull from anything. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Legends or New Canon or whatever. Hmm. And then the fourth ship is called the Shadowcaster. Uh, I've never heard of that one either, but it's another ship from the Scum Faction. You know, the, the Fang Fighter is also a scum faction ship. There's three different factions in X-Wing. There's Rebels slash Resistance. And then there's uh, Imperial slash... Uh, oh, shoot. Well, I'm drawing a big blank today. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, Imperial equivalent in The Force Awakens? Um... You've watched it more than I have. Um. I know. I bet I've, I bet I've seen it 30 times. <laughs> oh. the, the First Order. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is the scum faction, you know, is the third faction. So oh, okay. they're, you know, they, they just announced these today, and they uh, they should be, should be coming out in the third quarter-ish, <laughs> more like fourth quarter. Um <laughs> And let's see, what else have they announced while we were out? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, a new, uh, a new pack that has uh, newer Chewbacca and uh, Han Solo for the Millennium Falcon. And uh, also the, uh, the X-Wing, that uh, the T-70 X-Wing that uh, Poe Dameron flies. So they're coming out with a, uh, it's called Heroes of the Resistance. And they, uh, they've given new abilities to Han and Chewbacca, which we don't know yet. And they've also added Rey as one of the pilots in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they've got, uh, you know, all new uh, upgrade cards and stuff like that. Uh, that should be out, I think, in the second quarter. Or third, no, third quarter as well. Um, but it's already at the printer. So who knows? I mean, I, this stuff never ever comes out on time. So uh, that's pretty much all I got. That's a pretty massive list. I, I'm pretty sure that's the biggest one you've had so far. The biggest yeah. one either one of us has had so far, actually. And it's just one of those times where everything for me just hit all at the same time. Oh. And. Uh, so I guess that concludes our what you got. So we'll move on to some meeting news, and we have our auction coming up in uh, in July, and it will be 
in the Louisville area. I think it'll be in Shelbyville. Is that right? That is correct. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that'll be in uh, in Shelbyville. I don't know exactly where it's at, so check out our Facebook page for more information on that. And our picnic for the Ashland area will be in August. It'll be August the 13th at uh, the Flatwoods Park in Flatwoods, Kentucky. So uh, everybody's invited to come from the club. You know, bring your families if you want. Come visit us. You know, there's been you know lots of people that uh, have popped in and out everyone you know for over time as far as like people that's not been there for a while have shown up and uh, we've had people from Lexington come too yep um i remember miles and uh, and kevin came mm-hmm. uh, one time i don't i don't remember who else came but uh, anybody's welcome we've got uh tricon in uh in huntington west virginia and that'll be this coming Saturday, June the 4th. It is from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena. And yeah, uh, I'm I, looking forward to it myself, even though there's nothing I'm really, really looking to buy. <coughs> it's just always fun just to go and look around. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there demoing X-Wing for the Goblin Traders, which is over in Ironton. Uh, they will have a, a booth, and they'll be demoing x-wing they'll be demoing dice masters uh possibly magic uh i mean they 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 do a lot of magic tournaments and and uh, events for magic so um, that's probably their biggest thing so i'm uh-huh. sure they will probably be doing that as well and uh, then we've got our normal june meetings which what is the june the 11th i think i think so and uh, what do you have planned for that meeting? I don't know. I've been thinking about it. We Our last month's meeting was so much fun with the robots. I thought I would <clears throat> go with some type of theme. And um, I, I'm going to ask Mark for suggestions again since he kind of helped. But I, we've, a couple of things I'll keep under wrap till it's official. But I figure we're going to have like a, a theme bring something like, like we did our droids and robots last month. It's only nine days away. <laughs> I know, I know, it's close. I'll, I'll be posting something early next week, I promise. Okay, same thing for food as well? Um, yeah, probably we did pizza last month, maybe do like lunch meat or sandwiches or something this time, I okay. think. Because it's always, I, I know pizza pizza or lunch meat sandwiches are always easy, I think, one of the two. Okay, and uh, in general news, I uh, I was curious about uh like when uh the star wars a new hope came out here in this area where we live because mm-hmm. i really didn't remember exactly when i saw it but i knew i didn't see it the first couple of months it came out because i was like i really don't remember it being that early in the year i remember it being later so i i think i saw it somewhere around september yeah. And I know I saw it at the drive-in. Yeah. I saw it at the trail out on US 60 in Ashland. Ah. See, I saw it when I saw it was at the um, little down there in the Ashland Plaza area where the used to be the, the three-screen, th- yeah, Midtown Theater. I, that's where I saw it at. With, me and my dad saw it together. <clears throat> yeah, so it said here that in the an article in the Ashland Daily Independent, said on May 25th, 1977, a movie phenomenon was born as Star Wars made its debut in America. However, the film was not predicated to be any, predicted to be anywhere near a phenomenon at first and was initially only shown at 32 theaters in the country. In fact, it did not make its way to Ashland until July the 13th of that year. So, that's where uh, that's where it happened. It was on July the 13th. Wow. So, two days after my birthday. Nice little research there. I had no idea that it was that much longer after it made its premiere. Yeah, I didn't know it either until I was just curious and started doing some Google searches and finally found an article that was done uh, last either December or something like that when they were talking about the new movie, The Force Awakens, coming out. And so they did a little article on this and, and was talking about it, and that's whenever I figured out. Hey, you know, there it is. It even, you know, I was 
because it was one of those things that I've been wondering for a while because I was like, I know I didn't see it when it first came out. Yeah. And I don't remember anybody else saying that they did either or remembered, you know, seeing it early in when May or June. Mm-hmm. So I knew it had to be a while before we got it, which makes sense because, you know, it even says that it was only on 32 theaters. Because uh, at the time, they didn't have enough 70 millimeter prints, I think's what it was on. Yeah. And they couldn't produce them fast enough whenever it started, you know, whenever they first come out with it and started picking up and people were going, oh, you know, I need to go see this. And, you know, of course, people couldn't see it all across the country because it wasn't everywhere. So I thought that was cool. Um... Let's see, what was it? A couple weeks ago, I went to uh, Springfield, Ohio, and played in an X-Wing Miniatures tournament, and I ended up getting 20th out of 101 players. Wow, congratulations. That's that's really good. Thank you. I... uh, I played some tough matches. There were some really good people there, and the the guy that ended up winning it was the one who won the North American Championship last year. And I didn't get to play him this time, but the last regional I played at, or last time I played, um, or not last, the last last year when I played in Pittsburgh, I ended up playing him, and he 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 was one of the two people that beat me. And the other person that beat me that day was the guy who actually won the whole tournament. So, <laughs> well, that's pretty good. You lost Luck to the, the guys. That was, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, man, I I've got the worst draws, and uh, I went four and two this time also, and uh, lost to one guy that made the top sixteen, and it was it was really close matches. You know, it, the the two that I lost could have went either way. That's cool. And uh, I'm going to go to uh, to Gen Con, which is uh, the big uh, gaming convention for uh, board games, card games, dice games, that kind of stuff. Um, miniatures. Uh, and I'm going to play in the, the North American Championship there. Cool. That'll Best be, of luck. Uh, thanks. That'll be the uh, first weekend in August, I think it is. And where is Gen Con at? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right. So uh, today, you got any? Oh, did you have any other news? Um, no, I don't think so. Have Can't we, think of anything. Uh, have we got any news on our fall festival? Um, nope. We still need a place, a location to have it. I did ha- had an inter interesting conversation. I'm glad you mentioned that. I had an interesting conversation with the manager at RJ Kahuna's. He was down there and he was looking at some toys and he said he thought he was thinking about getting back into collecting a little bit. But anyway, he he said, hey, are you going to have a Star Wars event in the mall this year? And I was like, well, I don't think so because um, uh, the Fall Festival is in Ashland this year and we usually have hot food and stuff like that and we need like a kitchen or something to like clean the utensils and whatnot and he said if if you all wanted to have it in the mall he said feel free to come down and wash anything you wanted to at rj kahunas is what he told me oh that's cool that's what i I thought was really super nice of him i think the mall is a great place to have it just because there's plenty of space um yeah you you got plenty of parking it's easily accessible. Yep. You know, it's right off the interstate. What, like two miles? Mm-hmm. And and the and they and and one thing I can mention too. You know how we had the problem last year with it being so loud because of those inflatables. Mm-hmm. They have actually put up and sheetrocked and and put up a wall now. There's not even a gate on that other side now, so that has really cut down on the sound over in there quite a bit. That's cool. Yep. But I just thought that was something definitely to mention to the club that he said, yeah, he said, hey, man, if you all want to have it in the mall, um, just use our kitchen all you want. That's nice. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a nice guy. Travis is his name. Hmm. Maybe you can get him to come to some of the meetings. 
He's more into wrestling figures, unfortunately, but I can try. <laughs> oh, okay. But he he does he does like Star Wars though. But he just said he wanted to get back into it. So yeah, I'll, I'll try. I did. I gave him. I gave him actually gave him a few of our flyers. He's gonna lay some back there at RJ Kahuna's, and he said he said yeah. He said, but like I said, wrestling is his thing. But we'll see. But okay. Um, today for our main topic, we're going to talk about vintage toys. And uh, so, uh, how much vintage toys do you have? I don't have everything. I'm missing 16 total figures from having all the, um, you know, complete run of the originals, you know, from, from what, 77 to 85, I guess, or whatever. And most of them are the, of the final, you know, run, which are the most expensive. Cause I've got, I'd got out of, out of them by then. And I just never have picked them up over the years, but I, but I keep thinking about it. I should, but I just just keep not doing it. <laughs> well, you better get them soon because with the way prices are going up, man, they're going up. I know. I keep astronomically. thinking. I keep thinking. I don't have much vintage stuff come through my store very often. I keep thinking somebody's going to bring that stuff in, and I'm going to end up with it that way. And then, you know, I can because I've been lucky over the years with a few things here and there, but nothing. I mean, I was able to complete um, various things that way, and so who knows but yeah i definitely need to get on the ball but um i got most of the vehicles i mean i don't have everything like i don't have a sand crawler and me either and i don't have any of them i i don't i don't know if i honestly don't know if i would ever buy them even but i have none of the mini rigs i'm just not a big fan of the mini rig things i never had any as a kid and i've never went back and got any as an adult do you have have any of the mini rigs i have like three or four I don't know exactly what their names are because I never can remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have three or four. I, I did have them, a couple of them as a kid. The others I've gotten over the years just by buying other people's collections and stuff. Yeah. I don't know, there's just something about them that they never appealed to me as a kid, so I just never... Because I think that's the part the part thing about the great thing about vintage. It just brings you back to your childhood. Because I, I remember when I first started pulling all my vintage stuff out of my parents' attic, one of the things I did when I was a kid was, because we didn't have holsters for our guns and stuff, I took mm-hmm. I put rubber bands around their waist, and that's how I let them hold their guns, for I wouldn't lose the gun and stuff like that. And when I pulled everything out of the attic, there was the rubber bands all in the bottom <laughs> of the boxes where they dry rotted over the years. Hey, but at least you still had the, the guns. Yeah, exactly. That's how that was my always... My my way of not losing my guns was by making my own holsters with rubber bands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm missing. Let's see. As far as figures, it depends on your definition of the checklist for vintage figures for here in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to say. Because <laughs> technically, I have them all. Yeah. Uh, however. Some people like to add yak face in there. I do not have yak face. And uh I don't have any I don't I've got like a couple of the droids figures and no Ewoks figures. That's the same way as me with them and I'm just that's once again I never had them as a kid so I never had any appeal to go back and get them. Well, I was I was going to start getting those figures. And I did get a C-3PO. Uh, it's probably been like four or five years ago, and I bought it, I think, at a flea market. And I got it for $10. Yeah, I remember you telling me that story. That was a, and a great buy. <laughs> I know. And I, Back then, I mean, even five years ago, it wasn't going for that much. And now it's unbelievable how much they're going for on yeah. not just eBay. I mean the the Facebook page where they have vintage figures for sale. There was a guy that sold one for I think it was around three hundred and fifty dollars. And I'm like thinking maybe I should sell mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that vintage stuff has went crazy, especially since the movie came out in December. It's it's just blows my mind. Yeah, I mean I, I it's hard to believe how much these things are going for now. Um, the uh, the the droids and the Ewoks stuff 
you know, it's gone up. There, there is a place that has some of the droids and Ewoks figures here in Ashland. The Inner Geek, they have a few. They're they're not horribly expensive. They're like thirty, forty dollars for most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, this this book here. Let's see what it says. I've got uh, the book I'm looking at is the Ultimate Guide to Vintage Star Wars Action Figures, 1977 through 1985. It's uh, written by Mark Bellamo, and uh, it it is a really good book, especially if you're looking for a book that has all the pieces and parts to all the playsets, uh, ships, uh, anything you can think of, you know, vintage Star Wars. It has a picture of the thing, you know, and then it has all the pieces separate, you know, so you can see what pieces belong to it. Yeah, and here they have the C-3PO listed as uh, $240 roughly loose. And of course, that's mint. So it's got a price guide in there as well as your in your book. That's yeah, but this price guide's about as good as the day it came out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, this thing, you know, I never understood why they do price guides like this because it's pretty much useless. Because you got to think about the time it takes them to produce this. You know, copyright 2014. So this thing's already two years old, and it probably took them a year to publish the thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is already a year old by the time it came out, and uh, you know, it's pretty much useless as far as like you know amounts that the that they put in here now. And it, I do not have the coin that came with C3PO. It was just the figure itself, which most people probably just have the figure if they didn't buy it themselves or get it as a kid and didn't lose the coin. Um, let's see, what else? <clears throat> I'm missing two creatures. I don't have a Dewback or a Rancor. Uh, I'm surprised. Those, were, those aren't very pricey. <laughs> I know. I just, it, I just one of those things that I haven't picked up. Yeah. And most of the time when I see them, they look like crap. I actually, my Dewback that I bought, I don't, I, one of the, it, the one I had as a kid, something happened to it. I don't know why it wasn't with the other stuff that I had packed away, but I'd picked it up at a flea market in Michigan for like five bucks about 15 years ago <laughs> is how I got that one. Yeah. And as far as playsets, I'm missing two playsets. I'm missing the Cloud City, which is a Sears exclusive, and the Hoth Ice Planet, which I don't really remember that. I, I think that's the Rebel Command Center. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, I I don't know why I put Hoth Ice Planet, but maybe that's another name for it. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Um, then of course some miscellaneous stuff I'm missing. I'm missing the Return of the Jedi vinyl case. Um, I'm missing the laser rifle case, which holds figures. Um, ships. Uh, Where's the sand crawler? The Tatooine skiff. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that's that a, either. <laughs> that's a pipe dream getting that one. Yeah. That's probably like a thousand dollars in the box or more. Yeah, I don't I don't figure that one won't be coming through my store anytime soon. Yeah, I'm sure loose it's probably like five hundred bucks or something. Let's see yeah. what it says in here. It says Um yeah, loose, $250. I bet it's more than that. No. Oh, yeah, that sounds really cheap. <laughs> I bet it's 500 <laughs> uh, Mint in a sealed box, 575 Yeah, I'm sure that's nowhere, not, <laughs> nowhere near. Um, I do have the Droids A-Wing in the box. Nice. I got that through somebody that was selling a collection, and they just so happened to have one. And let's see what... It says it in this book, mint in the box, $185. Nah, I don't know where they got that price at. Because mm-hmm. I remember mint in the box one, you know, going, of course, there's probably a sealed box they're probably talking about. Yeah, this one says mint in the sealed box for $500. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's probably worth more than that. I think so, too. But, uh, yeah, I think a bunch of the mini rigs and 
droids and Ewoks figures. That's that's about it. So I'm not missing a, a whole lot. No, you definitely you're closer than I am. That's for sure. Oh, one thing I am missing that's <laughs> I just never have got is the the white X-wing, the very first X-wing. Ah. I've got the battle damage one. Yeah. But just See, never, I don't ha- got the first one. I don't have the battle damage one, but I do have the first one. <clears throat> Yeah, this uh, this book has all different uh, variations of figures as well, like you know the brown-haired Luke versus the blonde-haired Luke, and the, <laughs> the blue saber Jedi Luke, and versus the green saber. So, which like um, what do you know? What you had as a kid? Did you have the brown Luke, or did you have the yellow hair Luke? I had the blonde-haired Luke. Uh, same here. And I had the big head Han Solo instead of the small heads Han Han Solo as a kid, too. I had the big head as well. (laughs) I did not have... I I never got to... I don't think... Did you you happen to have the early bird kit? Because I didn't. I did not have the early, early bird kit either. I don't know. I was too young when that when that stuff. That's what I out. figure too. That's the yeah. I was you know I was lucky to get the figures when they came out in the store. I'm sure most parents, you know, probably like mine, were like, "What? I'm gonna pay ten bucks for a piece of cardboard?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not knowing that uh, you know thirty years later that piece of cardboard would you know come back to be. I've seen outrageous prices on those early bird kits now on online I saw one uh, where it was like $2,500 and it wasn't even the double telescoping Luke the box was missing a flap and the the plastic that they came in was all you know tore up and I'm like really? $2,500 for one that doesn't even have a double telescoping Luke? (laughs) yeah that's that is just insane yeah, I, I, you need never catch me paying that for it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, do you have any carded figures? Um, nothing really immaculate. I mean, I, I have a Wicket from Return of the Jedi, and I have um. Oh gosh, my brain's just went um. Um, the the alien with the eye patch. My my brains went numb on him. Alien with the eye patch. Um, prune face. Yes, prune face. I have a prune a carded prune face. Those are the only two carded vintage figures I have. <clears throat> I have a twelve back R two D two. That is uh, the, the that is awesome. All, all crumpled I, up, but. You, yeah, you brought that to our last meeting. It was cool to see it, though. The fact that you do have a twelve-back figure. Yeah, it, it, it's all you know. The bubble's a little crumpled up. It is unpunched, though. Yes, I noticed <laughs> that. I was that was one of the first things I noticed when I saw yours. Um, I have a Luke Skywalker with the battle poncho from Endor uh, on the Power of the Force card with the coin. That's cool. And it's it's in horrible shape. It's it looked like we're the sticker was at somebody had tore the sticker off which then tore off you know some of the card mm-hmm. and the the punch it's been punched and then it looks like somebody ripped the punch off and tore the card and <laughs> um i have a return of the jedi darth vader on a palatoy card i uh i can't figure out oh and i can't get to it it's uh, it says it's from Palatoy on the back, but it is a just regular Star Wars Return of the Jedi card. It doesn't have like a Palatoy logo on the front, but on the back it does say in really really small letters Palatoy. Huh. So and I tried posting it on one of the Facebook pages and nobody answered me except for some jerk that gave me a stupid answer, and uh, so I didn't get anything from that. So how did you end up with that? I'm trying to remember. Somebody sold me a a collection that had a few carded figures in it, and that's where I got most of these, like the Luke, the Darth Vader, and then also I have an Emperor on a Power of the Force card with the coin. And his card is, is kind of bad, too. None of them are really great. Um, 
I have a B-Wing pilot on a Power of the Force card. I got that one in a trade with Kevin Lentz. Mm-hmm. I have a Trilogo R2-D2 on a Jedi card. And my, my cord ain't long enough for me to reach over and get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is... I'm trying to see which languages. Oh. Hold on a second. I'm going to go over and get them and then I'll look at them. Okay, it has, looks like, okay, it's got English on there, of course, and I'm going to say French and Spanish, so yeah. it's a normal tri-logo, so it's got, uh, it is a 77 back. It's got uh, figures number 78 and 79 blotted out, although down at the bottom <laughs> it says 78 Paplu, and then 79 is an Ewok warrior. <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows Yeah, what that one is. And, uh, yeah, the Darth Vader here says on the back, Paltoy Division of General Mills Product- Products Corporation, Colville, Leicester, England. So, manufactured under the agreement from CPG Products Corp. So, anybody listening out there, if you know what this is, let me know. Uh, Raminator at gmail.com. And it is a 65 back, Return of the Jedi. It is heavily creased. (laughs) (laughs) It has a KB sticker on it, which is odd. Awesome. It is the special offer Chewbacca bandolier strap on the back. So, as far as any other figures, I think that's the only carded figures I've got from Vintage. Anything else like uh, cool Vintage that you have? Um, for some reason, I don't know if it's really cool, but over the when I first started getting back into it and wanted to get Star Wars figures, when I saw something cheap at the flea market or something, I would grab it. And so, um, I've ended up with eight Chewbacca's. I have eight <laughs> loose vintage Chewbacca figures. I, I mean, I'd see one for like three bucks, I'd grab it or something like that. Nice. And I've just never been able to bring myself to, you know, get rid of any of them because that's when I sort of just wanted to get back into Star Wars and collecting again. And, and um, I have a lot of family that um, lives up in Michigan and we'd go up there every year and visit them and stuff like that and we'd, I'd go to the flea market and, and I, I had some really good luck at that flea market up there over the years, and I and I remember one time that I actually bought two Chewbacca's from the same guy, and, and he was wanting three dollars a piece for him. I had the gun with him and everything, and I don't know. There's just something about it, even though I don't need that many Chewbacca's. I've never got rid of any of them since I've reacquired all of them like that. <laughs> Speaking of Chewbacca, I do have the gun that came in the uh, uh, early bird kit for Chewbacca that was a little bit different than the rest oh, of them. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, so I do have that one. And I've got it, somehow I got it over the years, you know, from buying other people's collections, so evidently one of the Chewbacca's I bought from them must have been an early bird Chewbacca, but they didn't have the Luke. Or yep. if they did, they just didn't have the saber for Luke, so you never could tell the difference. Mm-hmm. So do you have any random figure that you have several of or anything like me? I uh, think I still do. I think I have, I had like a dozen B-Wing pilots <laughs> because at Hills, uh, you know, the Hills store in Ashland, 
at the the very end there had like a ton of B-wing pilots from the Power of the Force. I think that's like the only one they had left in the bin that they had, and they were like fifty cents or a quarter or something on clearance. Wow! So I just bought a bunch of them and uh, opened them up, and I don't even know what I did with the coins because I, I never could find the coins. Yeah. I don't know what I did with them. Of course, when Jedi, when the Power of the Force came out, it was eighty-five, so I was like eleven. Whenever the Power of the Force figures came out, and, and an instant B-wing army. <laughs> yeah. And never had a B-wing until, gosh, I don't even remember. I got, I think I got that off Kevin Lentz as well. And it's in the box. The box is pretty rough, but. I do have that. Cool. But that's probably a, about it. I do have some other duplicate figures. <clears throat> and a couple of duplicate play sets and, and stuff like that. Like I have a, an extra Darth Vader TIE Fighter, which Dwayne keeps telling me he wants, but uh, never ever <laughs> offers anything in trade for it, so I don't know what he... <laughs> <laughs> whether he really wants it or not. So you're not wanting to sell it, you'd prefer to trade it for something? Uh, I would prefer to trade it, but if somebody yeah. offered, yeah. I guess, the right amount of money, I'd probably go ahead and sell it too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm still kicking myself for not buying a yak face at $100 when I had the chance, you know, about 10 years ago. Because yeah. now you can't even touch one for 300 <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that's crazy. All right, I guess uh, I guess that wraps up this episode. So uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of me, raminator at gmail dot com, and, and Carl. You can get a hold of me at hauntedpalace at gmail dot com. And of course, you can always go to the Star Wars Collector Podcast webpage at thestarwarscollector.com and then we're also on Facebook the Star Wars Collector on uh, podcast I think it's the Star Wars Collector podcast right? yeah yeah. so just go to facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector podcast and we're on there too and uh, thanks for listening oh yeah. one other thing I did not get anybody to email me about the free C-3PO comic that we were giving away on the last episode. Oh, man, boo. Yeah, <laughs> is anybody listening? Hello? <laughs> so, if you want it, you know, feel free to email me, raminator at gmail.com, and put in the subject C-3PO. Yep. So, until next time, keep collecting.